Hey guys, I'm Jordan Fromer. I believe in hunting hard, hunting smart, and having a fun time while doing it. And shooting limits? Well, that's just the icing on the cake. I revel in the journey just as much as the successes it brings. From ducks to dogs to decoys and guns, we'll be talking tactics, strategies, and what it takes to get the job done. Load up and take aim. This is the Duck Gun Podcast. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles, and we are on the road, podcast from the road, and I got my buddies with me today. We got Devin and John. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. good. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we're just on the the beginning of our trip out here to Iowa. We made the, the drive late last night, and uh, well... We got we got a lot of stories to tell. So, <laughs> in a short amount of time, a lot has already has already happened. So um, it's going to be awesome. But you know, first off, let's give a, a thanks to our partners. So this trip is actually being presented by OnX. Um, you see that in all the YouTube videos. That's another thing. We're filming all the hunts, um, and today a little little a uh, little bit of a sneak peek. We had a banger. So <laughs> chaotic banger. A chaotic. chaotic banger. Started yeah. slow, ended fast. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, guys, if you haven't checked out Onyx, Onyx is an awesome app for waterfowl hunters. You can use it for um, checking public land, private land, show the boundaries, pins, tracking where you're going with the boat, all kinds of useful things as a duck hunter. And honestly, I cannot imagine hunting without it anymore. So check them out, guys. Onyx. Also, like to give a big thanks to Fa and Rogers as they have all the gear you need as a waterfowl hunter. Um, today, I was running the waterfowl backpack and tons of options to put all my gear in there. And, and they got just, just everything you need from decoys to A-frames to camo. So check them out over there at rogerssportinggoods.com. also like to give big thanks to Tetra. John, you use Tetra. Yeah. Yeah, I just got it on your recommendation a few months ago. Love it. Awesome. Yep. Tetras are, are great. Uh, they prevent your hearing loss. Um, and the science behind it is the cool part because you can um, wear them, you can hear your buddies talking, you can hear the birds' wings whistling, everything uh, that you normally would experience as a duck hunt. Um, you'll hear that, but then when the guns go bang, cancels out that song, that sound rather, and uh, you keep on hunting. So um, check, them, check them out, guys. Tetra Hearing. Also, like to give a big thanks to Motion Ducks, as Motion Ducks is um, the product for. For you to get that motion in your spread, um, it is a jerk, jerk rig on steroids. Yes, I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble speaking today, but <laughs> it is a jerk rig on steroids. So um, check them out, guys. It is an awesome product. Also, guys, it's a new season on Hunt Stats that just started right now. Um, that's the app that me and Elliot have been working on for a while. So if you haven't checked that out, then you definitely need to. Alrighty, let's go ahead and talk about the hunt. Which story are you going to start with? That's true. I shouldn't say the hunt. So <laughs> you gonna start from? You gonna do chronologically? You gonna do an order? Of yeah, yeah. No, let's. Yeah, chronologically, I think so. Um, it all started last night uh, when we got on the road. So, um, Devin, you want to kind of want to kind of head this off? Talk about how the, <laughs> the trip started. Yeah, I thought it was kind of. Interesting that I got stuck with the three-hour drive part instead of the hour and a half. Going through Chicago. Yeah. Split it right yeah. in half. We split the four-hour drive, me doing one hour, you there's, doing three there's hours. There's John. He'll lie a lot on this 
Nope. Podcast. Hey, by hey John, can you put your mic a little closer? Yep. No, we, nobody wants to hear John. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and then we got into town with like 20 minutes to try to get licenses because we couldn't get them on the internet. Went to Walmart, and of course, the only few workers they do have don't know how to run the computer, so we shot to the gas station and got our licenses and got a couple hours of sleep, and then... Oh, okay. yeah. You're and a horrible chaos. storyteller. Okay, I'll take it from here. Okay, it was a dark and stormy night, right? We made the whole drive, stopped at Bass Pro. We went to the Walmart to get licenses last minute because we couldn't get it to work online. The lady couldn't do it, so we sprinted out of Walmart. So, John, I know we have an hour to kill, but they don't want to listen to you, Momo. <laughs> I'm just going to repeat your guys' stories and tell them better from here on out, I think. Yeah. This is, this is what I have to do with these guys fight like cats and dogs all the time, but... Um, yeah, no, there there was some interesting things in there for sure. I mean, with the licenses, we talked to the DNR today, actually. Uh, we'll get to that later on in the story. but um, And they were surprised that we couldn't buy out-of-state licenses on the app. But for whatever reason, we couldn't. So that kind of put us in a pinch. We didn't realize that we couldn't buy them on the road. And literally, like just by stroke of luck, we were going to arrive before 11, which that's when Walmart closed. So we got in there. And we felt like pretty confident we're going to be able to get it because it's like ten twenty four. They clo- yep. close at eleven. We get back there. We find somebody. I mean, we were like power walking back to the <laughs> back to the checkout counter, and then um, sure enough, our biggest fear: nobody there knows how to get a license. It's the day before opener, and we're like in a waterfowl town. That's, I mean, that's what it feels like. So um, it, it's kind of surprising, but at the same time, it's not. So said nobody there had a login to actually be able to um, buy, get us to buy a license. We're like, hey, can you let us get on the computers? We can figure it out. Whatever. We drove four hours, and we want to hunt in the morning. And if we didn't have our licenses, like we just would have been plumb out of luck. Which uh, <laughs> And after seeing pictures, we would have been real mad because yeah. holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been, been rough. So um, John honestly kind of saved us on this one. Over there looking at his phone. And pulled up the gas station, Phillips 66. <laughs> Never in my life did I know that Phillips 66 would sell a license. And so we ran in there and tried to get our licenses. And it was still chaotic. They didn't accept card. We didn't have enough cash. I couldn't remember my PIN number for the credit card machine. Um, so you guys got, both were able to pull 200 out. <laughs> I had cash in my wallet. Combined, we took cash. And cash taken out, and we're able to buy three licenses. Uh, Devin was going to get the year long. He had to take his down to a five day, and we had like three dollars to spare. And like, I was the idiot for showing up to a five day Iowa hunt with exactly two one dollar bills in my wallet, (laughs) thinking surely everybody's going to take a credit card here. Yeah, yeah. And I just had yesterday, or uh, I guess two days now, two days ago, where I needed to use cash, never need to use cash, and I had a hundred in my in my wallet ready to go, um, which would have been helpful. It still wouldn't have been enough um, for out-of-state fees. But, yeah, so it was like, honestly, a bunch of things, like, barely fell into place. We had just enough money. We had just enough time. A stroke of luck on that one. So, um, yeah, after that, it was a, a big weight off the shoulders, sigh of relief. We got to the Airbnb and, and uh, went to sleep with... Just just a few hours of sleep. If you want to call it sleep. Yep, yep, not much. We were relieved, though. At least we got to hunt in the morning after that. It was a pain in the butt getting to that point, but at least it worked because we would have been way, way, way in worse mood if we had to 
had to see those pictures this morning. Of what oh, those yeah. guys did oh no, you're us. pretty upset about your little Tesla out there getting key. Oh, I was upset about that. <laughs> or is that a Prius? <laughs> what is that, that out there? I just bought this. Tra- it's, it's not new, but it's new to me, and I'm really proud of it. And it looks nice. It's this red F-150. And whether it was at Walmart or at this gas station or maybe outside overnight or something, I don't know. We woke up this morning at 4 a.m., and I went out to the truck, and somebody just keyed the snot out of it, like mm. deep keyed. Got through all the layers, bare metal. Like I can't tell you the last time. I so it. I didn't want to have to tell you this. I was going to take this to my grave, but I feel like this is a good place to tell you that last <laughs> night at Walmart, um, I wanted to push a cart down the hill and see how far it'd go. <laughs> well, the thing kind of drifted to the right. The wheel must have been a little locked up, and it went right down the side of your truck. Yeah. Mm. So. Yep. No, allegedly. Uh, I, I could allegedly. see the <laughs> I could see the anger behind those key marks. I know it was a key. Yeah, I, I can't tell you the last time I've actually heard or seen someone's car get keyed. Me either. I, like that used yeah. to be a thing. I feel like in like the the nineties or early two thousands. Yep. But like, who keys cars anymore? I don't know. That's what I get for offering to drive. Yeah. <laughs> so to let let you take your white truck, you wouldn't even be able to see it. Yeah, or the or the duck bus. Yep. We probably would have ended up with slash tires in that thing, though. You never yep. know. <laughs> But yeah, so um, we got to the marsh, and we actually met up with some guys um, that reached out to me, and they hunt this this area locally. It was uh, Tim, Hunter, and Billy, right? Yeah, or Bobby. No, Bobby. it was Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, yeah Bobby. I was calling him Bobby Boucher a little bit there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we met up with those guys. Uh, great group of guys to hunt with, and we got out there. So um, when do you guys want to start talking? Take away the talking well, I'm about. I'm still the, upset over the hunt, honestly, because just to get it started off, you asked, and I quote, "Hey Tim, how many ducks do you think we're going to kill today?" Tim <laughs> said, and I quote, "I don't know, maybe 16." Tim was way off. Yeah, way off. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset with the direction he was off, though. That's true. Yeah, Tim was off but, more than double. But low. to start the morning, though. I thought he was going to be in the ballpark because yeah, sure, yeah. The birds just you know they they had where they were going, and of course, per usual, we're about fifty yards off, but we made the right move, and uh, boy, it panned out in a big way for us. Yeah, I think that's something that I don't I don't do a whole lot is is if I'm in the wrong spot, it takes so much work to move your entire setup that you spent an hour that morning preparing. Mm-hmm. And moving it to where you're pretty sure you need to be, and taking the chance. But yeah, but we today did, should it paid be off. proof of you yeah. know. I know nobody wants to do it after you do a big setup, but man, if it can get you that many more birds, I I, mean, I'm relatively confident we would not have limited this morning. No, not even close. Yeah. I mean, we would have shot half the birds. We would have probably if, been if that. Yeah. Like in all of our shots too, were like if we got them to skate the outside of the decoys, like we were like. Yeah, oh that's my true. gosh, you're yeah, so they would have close. Been like forty yard shots. They, too. they had they had their minds made up. They're going them grass mats in the back, and yep. If we wouldn't have moved over, there's there's no way we would have. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of moving actually, and I would have, you know, I would have suggested to move earlier. But you know, uh, we kind of talked about this earlier when you're when you're kind of meeting up with people and you want to. Um, do your best not to step on any toes. Yeah. We don't we don't know them very yeah. well yet, and we're getting to know them. And I mean, I think maybe I would suggest it, you know, more now. But like, also they probably have a better idea than we do. You know right. what I mean? Like being the locals that hunt it and all that. Um, it's real easy to be like a, a backseat kind of driver when it's, yep. not, it's not your hunt and yep. you don't control it. But you like, know, being a backseat driver in three 
with two et or two um, Excel boats and one Havoc boat. <laughs> we could have been a backseat driver in some crappier boats. This oh morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, so I guess we should stop beating around the bush on it. I mean, we uh, we got out there, and I mean, it was a it's a six man limit, so six man limit early teal, um, which is awesome. Yep. Yep. But that, how many do you think we had in the first hour? So shooting light happened. What time was it? Six twenty six. Man, it was. I feel like in the first forty five minutes that maybe we shot like seven. It was like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's on the high side too. Like yeah. I think I think we, like we did not see that many birds in the first forty five minutes yeah. to an hour, and then it yeah. really started to pick up. Yeah, and that's the thing with the move too. Kind of touching on that again. I mean. Yeah. A lot of times, especially with early till, it is a risk to move because the flight could just be over at any more any minute. I mean, it's yeah. like if you move at eight thirty, it just might be done. You get over there by nine yep. o'clock, set up, and they might be done. So it's like we took a risk in doing it, but everybody kind of agreed um, that let's try to move, um, and it worked out. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But, you know, and one kind of one uh, one thing to touch on that wasn't really a highlight of it is the stuff that they hunt. And this is just super, super thick. Oh, oh unbelievable. Yeah. American Lotus above your head, lily pads everywhere. The nice thing is we could walk on the bottom, you know, yeah, opposed it, w- to- it was a pretty decent bottom to try to, to try to walk on. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking a lot. Of, I mean, mo- if you, if you surveyed duck hunters in Indiana, what percent of them do you think run outboards on their boat? 80 to 90? Ah. Probably. I mean, I know a bunch of guys with mud motors, but I think the average Joe that duck hunts Indiana still Probably. uses snowboard. Yeah, may, well, if, well, if you think about it, like we don't have these giant mud flats like this, so there's really. Right. But I don't know. I'm a firm believer in any kind of air cooled motor because when you get into late season hunting, yeah. dude, water lines freezing can be the biggest pain in the butt. I can't tell you yeah. how many times we've stayed at boat launches like with lighters trying to. <laughs> Thaw out water lines to get going, yeah. and you know, run in the river. Like, I mean, if you don't know where you're going, but it's not very shallow. Like, the channel's pretty big in our local waters. Like, mm-hmm. but like out here, like, there's no way you're running outboard through that. Like, oh yeah, I mean, it's no, really not even a chance. No, I mean, you'd have yeah. to walk the boat the whole way. What, what do you think? How far do you think it was from? Like we started, I mean, yeah, hundred yards maybe yeah, from you the. You think you think yeah. we got stuck in that Excel? Oh, imagine oh if gosh, we had an yeah. outboard. We wouldn't even got anywhere because no. you have to have that the prop so far down the water. You got to have water running yep. through there. Yeah, and, and, there, and there's another thing with the water issue. Like you know that water sucks in from the lower end of a motor, you know, and that's going to get clogged up with weeds. And oh, then, yeah. then right yep. there you go, your motor's not paying again, and yeah. you're overheating. So it was awesome. So I know less about duck boats than you guys probably do. So can you describe for them what what these duck boats were? So they're basically just, I mean, excels and havocs with. Yeah, uh, those. Yeah, so honestly, those are some of the nicest duck boats you can and, have. And gator tails, gator tails. Yeah, are like a pretty good one too. But. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a it's like a John boat, but like on steroids, right? Oh, yeah, just, they got thicker aluminum yeah, on them. Real thick gauge aluminum compared to my John. They're boat. welded. Yeah. Yep, the transoms are built way better on them. Yeah, like Man, they're, they're definitely too. they're definitely made to be beat on. Like, yeah. So the the pods in the back was probably my favorite part for getting in and out of the boat, for where to put your dog, the dog getting in and out of the boat, and the flo- the overall flotation of it. I thought was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely um, a useful tool compared to what what we have. And you kind of made the the mention like when we got out, you're like, my boat's nice compared to <laughs> to um, Indiana standards or our local standards. Yeah, right. Um, 
not nice. I would say above average. Above average. Really yeah. Well put. Yeah. Just with my, I have a Lund with a 23 horse, uh, Go Devil Longtail. So it's like, that'll get the job done just about anywhere. I, I ran that for years on the river over by us. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but with these guys at it's just like top of the line, oh, pristine. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> but it, it, it saved us a lot of birds too. It, like being oh, able to drive yeah. through that. Because that stuff, like if you don't mark your bird and get in there and get it, like. Yep. Yeah. And, and we actually. And the weird thing too was like all the all the dead ones made it kind of. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. Can we oh, talk yeah. about that for a second? That was yeah. insane. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. What what did he say it was? He said it was. It he was said avian. Yeah. It was something, something to do with it. It wasn't the avian bird flu, but it was something to do with the water being low. Yeah. That some kind of bacteria builds Indian on the bottom disease. or something. I don't know. Oh, that's what the CEO I'll, said when we were talking I'll to yeah. him. I'll look that up and try it, to it was ridiculous. Was. Like you would, like if you would down a bird and the dog would be <laughs> lost in the lily pads or whatever and you'd be, you know, trying to help whenever you you could find four, five, six dead Yeah, know, just like the there. dog would bring back a bird that wasn't yours. And this yeah. is the opening day of teal. So what do you think there I mean Around us, what do you think the three of us total all together combined? Yeah, even with the other group, I don't know. Not ours. And probably about, I don't know if it was that many. I would say probably closer to like 15 to 20, but yeah. I don't know. I definitely, I mean, I personally saw over 10, and most of them looked like they were weeks old. Yeah. That was weird. So you were actually with Chief retrieving your down bird, and then I downed that one in front, and I just went out to go get it, and I found five. Just yeah. over there trying Man. to find that one. I mean, there were so many that you'd walk up on a bird. Like, you'd go to where you saw one drop. You'd walk up on the bird, and you'd question, is this even my bird? Like, I've seen so many dead birds that aren't mine. Is this even the one that I dropped? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That, that is something I've never seen before. Yeah, so Yeah, even the even the see like they said, like, you know, they've, they've heard about it. But even when we first told them, he kind of gave us that look like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, uh-oh, uh-oh, better pay good attention when we're breasting these bad boys yeah. out. And if yeah. it wasn't opening day, I mean, that would have kind of explained it. Maybe it's, you know, birds that guys hit and didn't know they hit them and let them go or couldn't find them or whatever. But, man, there were so many, and it's opening day, so it had to have been something natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely interesting. Um, definitely not what you want to see out there. And um, like I said, we're we're almost a little sketched out to eat them. I mean, disclaimer, we will. We'll rest them out. We're <laughs> oh, going to yeah. eat all our birds. Yeah, we're a little bit nervous, but we're not that nervous. Yeah, it's like we're, we're going to make sure we cook them to temp and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make yeah, sure uh, when we breast them out, all yeah, everything's good to go. But, um, yeah, yeah. De- definitely a unique situation. Yeah. yeah, but the dog work was super helpful, too. I mean, how many of those birds do you think we wouldn't have found with no oh, dog? A lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. like I said, with that uh, that tall vegetation, it was just something that we've never experienced. And I don't know if I said it, we're on the mi- the Mississippi, so um, that's that in itself. It's su- super cool, uh, super you know spots now. Uh, well, the Mississippi goes literally from Minnesota all the way down to you, Louisiana. You, you got you got to show John on a map. He's not very <laughs> very intelligent. When it comes to the Mississippi River is like similar size so. to our river back home, right? Yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like Boggo Creek. Yeah, right. It's like the the river is like so so wide that it almost feels like you're hunting a marsh or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a, a river. It's just yeah, it's it's insane. So, um, but yeah, like like with that vegetation, um, super hard to get through and and to see and for the dog to get in. I mean, there's a couple times we lost Chief in it. You know, oh, yeah. yeah, he was whooped. Boy, that dog <laughs> was. Whooped. He put in some work today, though. Yeah, we had 
feel bad for him. First hunt of the year. It's I like, know, it's here this, you go, bud. Of all things. You know, why yep. can't it be like a sand bottom lake or something uh-huh. for his first one? Why did it have to be this? Yeah. It'll get him in shape, though. I mean, he'll yep. be ready to go. So, and, and I think I, I started to talk about this a little bit ago, but in kind of a, a low light of it, we did end up losing some birds. So, something we never want to happen as hunters. And and we did our best and due diligence looking for them. But, man, that stuff was just thick. So, that's kind of, yeah. it, it was, it kind of put me in a, a bad mindset at yeah. the beginning of the hunt. Oh, I was, well, was there, there was times where, like, I was, I wouldn't even shoot if they'd be over there just for the well, simple mul- fact yeah, that it was like, that we passed on there, there's no were. point, like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but, but we're like, able to we, when we made the move. So we started yeah. off um hunting over the decoys and then we made a move to the other side of the decoys and we had way closer shots. It's just where the birds wanted to be. Um and from that, you know, we went to from losing some birds to <clears throat> excuse me, doing pretty good. So I'd say yeah. we did really well actually considering like yeah, all things considered, I was impressed with how well we did, but it was frustrating. Just yeah, yeah. But that, that when we did that move though, where we ended up though, it had that nice. It was grass in front of us, but it was a lot more open. Mm-hmm. And you know, like Jordan had mentioned, um, the shots were even not that we were taking like unrealistic shots to begin with, but like I mean, there were no. But if it's like a thirty-yard shot or thirty-five-yard shot, like kind of at the end of our reasonable range. And it falls into lotus that is yep. above your head, and that's hundreds of yards. It's like the dog can see it, but they can't really mark it that well. You yep. send them over there, and if you have a cripple, you don't even know to follow up on it. So you send the right. dog on a crippled duck, and so yeah, we had to kind of adjust yeah. because that's not something we're used to. And uh, you know, like I said, by the end, um, everything was running running good and you kind of mentioned Devin that there was some of those things just made it super chaotic because we shoot a bird we'd be chasing down the boat with a dog all this kind of stuff yep. <laughs> yeah speaking of chaotic you that ship or whatever that yeah, the boat was that was, yeah that big ferry that it's like a yeah. river boat George's like oh get my get my uh, camera out take a picture and mind you <laughs> I think we needed what we needed one more bird each to finish our limit. Yeah, I think. I think. And like, I'm over here messing with this stupid camera. I'm about as literate with technology <laughs> as it comes. And all of a sudden, just this massive flock of teal just right over our heads, like almost pinged us in the head. And it was, it was like, like what you see in the like the like was, all the videos and stuff. It was I'm, I'm glad Jordan was far away because I bet you his ears were still burning. <laughs> I was fired up. Yep. It yep. was it was awesome. I mean, it was that classic like twenty teal come straight at you. We stand up and yell take them, and they just somehow rise vertically like thirty feet. You know, when they flare, and then I'm here holding the up. camera instead of a shotgun. Like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then the worst part of all I got that bird. was that you didn't even push the record button. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you guys won't see the. It's like a super unique riverboat. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I had no. I, I had no idea that they're going to be in the river. Like, we're out there teal hunting, and here comes this river boat that looks like it's from, like, the early 1900s. From the Mississippi. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take 60% of that fault that it didn't record. <laughs> I'm blaming the other 40 on the teal. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I get 0% because I had my gun, and I got my last bird. And- nice. And I, re- I was retrieving my last bird, too. Yeah. So, And then I was just positive reinforcement for you guys the rest of the time screaming it listen at john over here sounding like he's a good shot hey <laughs> how many boxes did you go through I don't about two talk boxes about to get your six 
I will was, say that I think it was a it was like a box, and then I had to steal a couple from I, your. I was box, gonna say so I, I seen your was, hand over in my box. I bet I shot thirty five shots to get my six today. Yeah, not proud of it, but you know, hey, six, them, is, them six things, is the number that matters, not thirty five. So ain't none of us professional shooters by any means, but you forget how fast Teal oh is. Gosh. Like I mean, you you know that's I guess that's why they're called blue rockets. Like there wasn't even any kind of tail. Like it was straight flat calm, and I mean. If you didn't have a beat on them things coming across some lily pads and they got up on you, they were gone before you could even think about clicking your safety. It was nuts. Like, when I've never hunted, I mean, I think, Jordan, you've hunted teal. Like, you've gone out pursuing teal a couple of times before. I've never, like, I've shot teal during early goose and stuff, but I've never gone out and pursued teal before. So this is the first time I've really seen a big flock of them. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's definitely a super cool like experience, you know. Um, opposed to like anything else we do, like goose, we, we go out and we try to hunt geese and, um, we hunt puddle ducks, mallards, wood ducks, all that kind of stuff. But if, if you've never teal hunted, it's just like a totally different game. So, oh, yeah, it is. and, and like you said, the, like we had at the end, it was really cool because we had big groups swooping in, um, 20 to 30 teal and they'd be coming low right at your face and coming fast. And so it's so like, you come up for that shot and I mean, they would just get out of dodge quick so oh, yeah 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 it was you know i think that maybe we all kind of started started off shooting a little rusty first time of the season but devin by the end devin was stack devin was stacking them early but it, it took <laughs> not it like took i should i started going through some shot cam footage and it definitely <laughs> <laughs> oh it definitely wasn't pretty it'll humble you yeah i feel like at the end though we were um Definitely starting to knock them. Oh down. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We like we'd have one come in, and I'd, I'd pull up, take one shot, and and just crumple it. Folded dead. Yep. Yep. So John, Basically. you want to talk about uh, your two buddies that came to visit us? Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Did you catch either of their names? I don't think we caught either of them. Um, we, we shook their hand, and they were they were good guys. But yeah, I can't remember now. We'd give them a shout out if we knew their names. Sorry, Mister. Mr. and Mr. DNR, we don't we don't know your names, but um, two uh, conservation officers came over and checked the other boat first. So Devin and Jordan and I were hunting out of one boat. Uh, at the time, after we shifted, we split the boats up a little bit further apart than they were to start. And so DNR or the conservation officers came over and um, and checked the other boat first. And then came over and, and uh, stopped by us and checked us. And they just wanted to see, you know, just the routine stuff. So wanted to see... Uh, let's see the ducks that you had, obviously, to make sure you're obeying the limit. You're not shooting any any birds you're not supposed to. We saw there's a bunch of times that we were taking bets before shooting light on, is that a wood duck or a mallard or a teal? So <laughs> it's definitely tough to tell until the sun comes up. Um, but they just wanted to make sure we were following the rules and had our life jackets and fire extinguisher. And so here's a question for you guys. And all that stuff. So question for you. I mean, is this just a natural thing, even if you're doing nothing wrong? And you, it's like when you get pulled over. Or oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I was shaking like a leaf. It's I don't like, even know why. Yeah, it's like you get, like, this little feeling in your stomach. And you're like, I'm not doing anything wrong, but. <laughs> so it's funny because, like, you start running through a checklist in your head, like, really fast, you know. And then, like, the little thing will make you paranoid. So, like, uh-huh. when I go pigeon hunting, like, I still use a plug. Like, I never take my plug out of my yep. gun. Yep. But for whatever reason, like, I was like, did I, uh. Did I take my plug out for it? And I was like, no way. No way I didn't. And I, I obviously I didn't. But it's just little stuff like that. Like, they, they I don't know what it is. They just put, like, the fear of God in you yep. or something. Like, <laughs> you're like, I know you're going to find something like the intent of doing something wrong here. 
I I, but, I thought they were going to come over pissed because when I I didn't quite know they were there and I swung on I swung on a bird and and shot I don't think I hit this one that I shot at no but swung uh, on, <laughs> go like, figure no. <laughs> um I don't think I hit the one that I shot at but it, it I looked down and it was like it, I don't I mean I didn't rain shot on them or anything but it was in their general direction for sure yeah so but, it was. They're definitely the kind of COs that you want in the marshes, and like oh, for sure. They're definitely just like for the conservation, like it, for the hunter, like yep. It seemed I mean, like we one... ended up talking to them guys forever for like no reason, just shooting. Yep. you know, like it did cost us some birds though, but but yeah. when they first came up, so it was it was kind of cool because we did like we said we had a little bit of struggles on shooting to start with, but um, this was later in the hunt. We're almost, I mean, we're. I would say we're three quarters of the way to our limit, yeah. but right as they came up, we had a flock of three come in, and we dropped all three. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so that was that was, awesome. was kind of cool. And then they came and checked us, and literally, like as they're leaving, and we drop a couple more. So yep. it was like, <laughs> yep, oh, that was sweet. Yeah, I wish I could remember what he said about that. that what the name of it? Or whatever it was. It was av- he used the word avian for sure, and he said it had to do with the low water levels, but I can't remember more than that. Yeah. That I thought I thought he was going to say avian avian bird flu, but yeah. um, because they'd been talking about that earlier this spring yeah. with snow geese and turkey yeah. and and all that, and that's kind of what I was thinking when we seen the dead ones. But uh, he had a different name for it. So, but well, he, I don't know about you guys, but I I feel like my biggest regret every time I see the DNR isn't isn't it, I always get the feeling like oh it's the DNR like let's make sure everything's in order and and then it is. Um, but I think my biggest regret is after the DNRs left, I think of all the jokes that I missed out on. Like, oh, yeah, we just headed out here, just had a pretty good night spotlighting a couple deer, got 10 or, 10 or 11 of them, and then, we, then I just went ahead and loaded seven shells in my gun, and we shot a couple mallards here. Well, you did give them a the good mallard joke. I did give them a good <laughs> mallard joke. I said, oh, you guys, you guys saw our, our teal. Do you guys want to see our mallards? And they said, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm always a little nervous because I don't know. Yeah, right. Like, I, you never know if you get one D in officers that's uh, yeah, all well, business, tight. serious. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Well, he, I feel like at that point, though, we had it warmed up to him. Like, yeah, we, we knew what we kind of guys they were. were like, guys. Oh, yeah. Every time they walk away, usually I just think of all the jokes that I missed out on saying in front of them. You know? Yeah. My thing is I always have, like, questions that I want to ask. Like, next time I run into a conservation officer, I'm going to ask him this question. And then, like... I get the deer in the headlights when they're there, and then when they're gone, I'm like, crap. No pun intended. Man. Yeah, yeah. Deer in the spotlight. <laughs> I'm like, man, I wanted to ask him about this or that or, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. But I don't think, I think we ended up having, I mean, everything was good. So we had the life jackets and the fire extinguisher. and Thanks which to was Tim. A, I was going to say, which was a miracle. Cause yeah, because we, we weren't in our boat. Yeah. Oh, so. They asked us about life jackets, and our, the first thing we said yeah. was, first, first of all, disclaimer, this isn't our boat, so I'm sorry ahead of time for whatever whatever's about to happen here. Yeah, you can give the ticket to... Uh, You're right, that guy over there. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. It's, yeah, it, yeah. It's a. I will say, though, we were, were planning to take my boat at one point, but um, you know, when we got up here with, with Tim and them, they were already set up to go um, with their boat, so uh, we left. And you know, when you go on a trip, you're always going to forget something. And I realized when we were in, when we were in Bass Pro that I forgot life life jackets. I was like, oh, shoot. And so I went in there, and I bought three life jackets and a throwable life jacket. And sure enough, on the drive, I had stacked decoys on top of them so that they wouldn't blow away. 
But foolproof. What could go wrong? <laughs> one might say. Oh man, I've never lose my my. I never learned my lesson because last year I lost a bunch of decoys out of the, out of the boat, which oh, was like yeah, a first. But like the thing was, the car was already packed. I'm like, I really don't want to put it in there and like take up any more space. Sure enough, two of the four blew out. So if we were wearing my boat, we would have got ticketed. Yep. Yep. But on a side note, though, I do have to brag about myself on uh, the grass mat that I put in the blind that John said. What that was a miracle. <laughs> that, God made, that, he- that, God that made it four and a half hours. There. I'm just saying. God held that grass mat in there because gravity didn't, air resistance didn't. Oh, yeah, I knew what down. I was doing. I don't know how. I'm that not going to lie. I really didn't know what I was doing. I just figured <laughs> the wind would probably roll over top of it. If it makes it, it makes it. If it don't, it don't. It did. Yep. Yep. So, like I said a little bit earlier, we ended with a uh, a six man limit, and um, that's that's the first time that I've personally shot my limit in early till. I've shot five in the past going out to Kansas, and I mean, I I had my expectations for. Uh, this were not to uh, like surpass Kansas. I wouldn't have guessed, you know. I knew there's always the possibility of that stock hunting, um, but I mean, this was just it's just a phenomenal hunt. Yeah, it is crazy. And they said like most of the teal actually still ain't even here yet. So like, it's like if that's not your guys' normal push, <laughs> yeah, that's like, nuts. how long does the teal season go here? Do you know? So September first is it first to fifteenth or I'm not sure. Than that? I'd have I don't to know look. Either. I know it's going on the whole time we're here. I, so. I know I looked at the. I was going to say I looked. At I know the date, we're good for five. And I remember days, thinking, so. okay, that all, every day we're going to be here is in teal season, but I don't remember what the full season was. I'm just hoping. I know we're kind of hard to leave teal when, you know, we got so many of them. But I'm just hoping we get a couple nice goose hunts in while we're here too. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So our, I mean, our, we have options. We bought. We've, we we got options. What we can do? We can teal hunt. We can goose hunt. We can dove hunt, which we're about to do in a little bit. Um, but we kind of let's talk about the game plan for tomorrow. So, um, one thing we're kind of noticing while we're out there is the teal had a certain flight path they want to take, and even like they were more landing in this area compared to other places. Like where we had our decoys, um, we did have some decoy in there, but it was like I'd say like you know a single digit percentage. Oh where, yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. They they wanted them grass mats over in the middle of them lily pads. Yeah. Like. I think we set up in there tomorrow morning like we talked about, and it's going to be lights out, game over. Like, Yeah. We'll Devin see. has, uh, he has yeah. maximum. Um, yeah, I can't believe you guys are saying we're going to. Different levels of optimism sitting here. Yeah, yeah. I hope. I don't I hope. understand how you guys don't think we're going to break 20. Literally, while we were taking a pile pick, we had like three or four groups of 20 to 30 just dive bombing it was crazy. right where we picked a set. Like, yeah. Yep. You guys are nuts. Like, I'll take that $100 <coughs> bet all day I long. hope you're right. I really do. I do, too. I hope you're right, but I can't remember. You know what? You can, you can take it to the bank. I can't remember the last <laughs> time I hunted anything and did as well as we did today and said, I'm going to come back within 100 yards of here tomorrow, and we killed them again the next day. Yeah, but yeah. where have you hunted with a place with this many birds? Like, I Well, that was a low <laughs> blow, man. I'm from I, Indiana. You I, can't talk I get like that. that, like, mentality around our house. Right. Like, our, our Indiana That's fair. Waters, maybe but, the sheer numbers of it will kind of. Oh, you know, there's a lot of birds that got educated today, but maybe the sheer numbers will well, kind of save us. You want to talk about educated? Well, they were literally landing in the decoys when we were picking them up, yeah. like right That's next true. to us. That was nuts. There was what? I mean, three to five singles that were just. It, I mean, they wanted to come land in the boat with us. It, it was, was like nuts. the later the day went, the better the birds were working, which yeah. is just yeah. 
weird. And, of course, and it was like soon as sunny, your... hot, no air movement. Like it was just yeah. There's no wind and super sunny. It was horrible conditions for it, but worked out. But there was a lot of people out there, so I think a lot of those guys coming off of the Mississippi was like helping yeah. us keep the birds moving. One of the other things too that was interesting. This is going to sound like bragging. Not going to lie, it is a little bit. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? It's not on me. It's on. It's Spit on. Spit it out, Junior. It's on Tim because. <laughs> The DNR came over to us, and they said, for whatever it's worth, we've checked a bunch of people today, and it doesn't seem like anybody's doing nearly as good as you guys are. I mean, it seems like every time we hear shots, it's coming from from over here. We got back to the boat launch, and I talked to at least two guys that said they were skunked this morning on the same spot we were. Yeah. Well, same same launch, obviously different spot, yeah. but it sounded like the, the scouting was kind of what saved the day today, so shout out to Tim for that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It sounds like they did their due diligence on that. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. That was awesome. So predictions, you guys want to, I know, Devin, you think we're going to shoot six-man again tomorrow? I don't think we'll shoot quite a six-man, but I'm guaranteeing you right now it's going to be, it's going to be north of 20. Can You just got to pick a number. 26. 26, okay. John? 18. For uh, all six of us. Yeah. Like 18 total get shot between two boats of six total people. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm kind of right there with John, to be honest, but I hope. Pick a different number. Pick a different number. There's right and there's wrong. There's, yeah, there's I would no go tie. a different well, number. Well, you know what my last name is, so I should give you a hint on which way you should go on the scale. <laughs> oh. I'll go 19 then. Wow. All right. Wow. 19. Just, he just prices righted me. <laughs> you you said pick a different number. <laughs> I w- yeah, so, I mean, we're going to be happy with that either way, but, I mean, like, to Devin's point, if we shot another six man, I wouldn't be like extremely surprised. But if we shot less than twenty, I'm not going to be extremely surprised either. So, yep. yeah, I I have. It's amazing having limited in the spot today, six man limit. I have no expectations for tomorrow. See, Tim said he thought it'd be better. He said, "Yeah." He said, "I think the second day is usually better than the first. He said, "I think we'll do better tomorrow than we did today." I'm like, "How can you do better than a six man limit?" Yeah. Well, so. Quicker, like, well, what he closer said, shots. Like what yeah, what right. he said at lunch was, you know, like, normally he doesn't make the move. So, like, I'm guessing if we wouldn't have been there to kind of, like, talk with him about, you know, moving a little bit, like, they probably would have sat there and finished the day out and they just hunted over there <laughs> the next day. I think that's sure. why they do so good the second day versus where we made the move in the middle of the hunt and then, like... Yeah. He also said he doesn't do the move because uh, his buddies don't wear waders. So he's like, I don't want to pick all this wearing, up by myself. I ain't wearing waders tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you have Too to wear waders. Too hot for that. Oh, no, man. You don't wear waders for I'll you. Just, you wear waders for your buddies. That I'll was, just that get down to my skibbies. There is a lot of total waiter work to do. And if you make us split it in two ways <laughs> instead of three ways, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> there are so many birds to get. That's so well, They're bringing, to get they're bringing two the more dogs. So I should be able to. Two s- more dogs? Oh no, he Just said one more. he two, said Ellie two to the was dove hunt one one tomorrow. Oh uh, okay, yeah, nice. I think there's going to be three dogs tomorrow, which honestly wouldn't be bad. Yeah, we definitely could have used it for yeah. sure. And they they're obviously with the cover, they're not sticking out or flaring birds or anything, so they can spend yeah. the whole hunt looking for birds and they won't flare anything. We could have used it today. It'll depend on the number of birds we shoot tomorrow. Yep. So twenty six. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't. I know. will the be happy. The hunts here all the time estimated sixteen, and we more than doubled that. So. Yeah, I just feel like we need to make the stakes like higher here. Like I feel like we need to put something what? on the line. Like I don't know what to put on the line though. Wait, huh? what? Oh. <laughs> well, let's be realistic. Um, some of us uh, 
aren't trust fund kids over here. So. Oh my god! <laughs> some of us are jealous that some of us went to college and got a good job. I am jealous. I am jealous. You do have a hot mom, though. Like, oh my god! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I need to. Yeah, yeah, I need to get. get let's, let's move on to the next thing. So, all right. Um, so, dove hunting. So we're dove hunting tonight. Um, Devin's a little mad. He's a little cranky because I'm. <laughs> I had us do the podcast instead of his nap yeah, time. Yeah, it's my nap time. <laughs> so we're going to take a nap here for a little bit. Like I said, we didn't get much sleep last There's night. There's no point at this. Like, we got to just power through. What, what time is it? Go, I, go get is it 2.43? Yeah, we got to be there by 4.30. 2.48. Yeah, so we still still got time. But we're dove hunting tonight. Um, should be uh, a fun time. But, um, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this one up, guys. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in for the podcast um i'd love to hear feedback from you we did these podcasts from the road last year on the chasing the opener series and now we're doing them again this year on the iowa teal trip i don't know if i probably need to come up with a more uh, exciting name than that but <laughs> but uh it's uh yeah we're, we're excited for it and i know last time you guys love hearing the update podcast through all the hunts and and like i said everything on this is going to be filmed we got the hunts film i got Tons of footage that I need to go through and 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 edit, and it's gonna. I think it's gonna be an awesome video. So, um, all right, guys. I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles, Devin and John, and we'll see you guys on the next one.